Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the Internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. This week on Up to 90, we talk... Julia Roberts. I think we're recording, Ems. Good. I love how every time we go to record, it's real. Is it happening? I just, it's happened too many times. Episode 25. Honestly, the podcast gold that's never made it because Julie's forgotten to press that button. I know. I don't know how, I don't know how you're you're not up on a murder charge, Emma. There's been a few episodes lost, hasn't there? But we might revisit them at some point. Yeah. Because we've just been talking that Louise Woodward, I sat, I mean, you had to sit through 50 minutes, five oh minutes, I'd say. Yes. That, and it never made the cut. But we are definitely going to do Louise Woodward oh, again. I d- oh, you don't even fucking say it. Uh, we, you've been talking about Louise Woodward now for a year. I've been with... <laughs> a year. Even before we wanted to do the podcast, often, um, often I'll fill a pause by asking the question on everyone's minds, what's become of Louise Woodward? Okay, I'm asking I the question even, everyone's asking. I can't asking. even picture, to be honest. She's she's married with a kid now. Yeah, I remember. The, uh, basically, the details that I remember from the 50 minutes at my kitchen table was... I just remember the you Alice zoning band. in and out of consciousness. <laughs> yeah. I mean, to be fair, I had physically attached you to the chair. So you yeah. couldn't escape. It was just... The uh, Alice band. I'm was sorry. The, no, it was the Alice band. It was like, and then it was you doing the whole thing. I just, I'll I just put Matty on the bed. And that was the big I just thing. popped him on the bed. And then I remember you, you did saying. You what now? <laughs> you what did you now, do, ma'am? She's I now just married. just him. With child. Married with child. Yeah. But um, we've probably kind of spoiled the ending of that one. But well, that was look, my plan by saying it so we don't have um, to fucking revisit yeah, it again. Yeah, yeah. No, we're, revi- re- we're revisiting it. Oh, Christ. Up to 90. Up to 90, up to 90, with Emma and Julie, oh, yeah. So, how was your week? It was good. Uh, I'm very, very hungover today. Did I do anything interesting? Um, Not particularly. Uh, you had a great night last night. I went to Tatler Irish Women Name of the job. Year Awards. With my mate Ashling O'Toole, so we just got a bit hammered. Got a bit hammered, yeah. I was given some preloading. I mean, yeah, 
I think somebody uh, brought me out my dessert and I started a standing ovation. You know, I was just on well, standing those, ovation yeah, alert. Yeah. yeah. Um, home, was home about one or two. Were Ashley you was like, sitting in the high chairs? In the high chairs? On the high, not the baby chairs. But <laughs> what are you talking about? The high stools. Did you sit on the high stools? There's no high stools. It's all oh, round there were table. high stools last week. Oh, you were on a r- little round table. Just like it was like a wedding setup. Okay. Oh, nice. Oh, lovely. It was that kind of buzz? Yeah, yeah. And because uh, I got stung last week, I was on um, I was on a high, not physically in a high chair, because that's a totally different type of chair. But I was on a high stool, right? And I was wearing kind of culottes. Oh Christ! Because that's just how I roll. And I just jumpsuit. hadn't factored in. Yeah, like a jumps. Because remember, a I got stung. I was wearing a Deb's dress going out the door. <laughs> And then the person I was going with, um, he said to my housemate, oh, yeah, they said nice and casual. And I was like, "How? so you're you're allowing me to leave the house in a Deb's dress and an up style. And you're telling me they said nice and casual. So you wouldn't want to be there. It It was it was pretty. I mean, it was. Yeah. Smart casual. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, not a flip flop in sight, but at the same time, like not a Deb's dress either. So I went for the culottes, but I got stung because I was on the high stool. And, you know, you're like, I'm not sure if I shave the legs. And in that blue lighting. Oh, the little the little bit of stubble on the ankle would really. Bit of stubble. I mean, I wish. Like, we're talking full on mohair. Like, but pretty extreme. Sure, you can But be in the that blue hairy. light, Emma. Right. It looked like I was going for, you know, laser hair maro- removal. Because every single hair just got picked up. So gross. I really hope I didn't make the mag. Can you imagine? <laughs> Christ. Um, but yeah. So, it, but you had a good time. Yeah, it was good. I oh, know. It's fairly glam now. The the woman's the woman's one's supposed to be very glam, yeah. Yeah, it was fairly glam. Uh, I held my own, obviously, and then I went to Tato Park today. Lovely. Oh, here. Never been to Tato Park. That's the best. You get a packet of crisps now, and you leave as well. Do you have a story? Is that why you said oh here? Oh yeah, this was because Go ah here ah here ah here. Tell you about the goodie bag. That she got from Tatler? Yeah. Or Tato Park? From Tatler. I mean, Tato Park, now that's the place I want to get a goodie yeah, bag Yeah, well, from. you do get a packet of crisps and you leave from Tatler. That's the only goodie bag I want is a packet of Tato. More um, of a king woman, though. But what was it? Uh, yeah, in the goodie bag, uh, rye seed crackers. Do you mean? Okay. Chocolate popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead serious. Stop it. Did you eat it? Did you no, sample it? <laughs> this seen. is such a lady's goodie bag. I so when I was having my meal, I kinda eyed down at the goodie bag and I saw a bag of popcorn and I was like, I'll have a bit of that when I get home. So I got home. It was no. like one or two in the morning and I stumbled into popcorn. I stumbled into the room. I didn't like the dress stayed on. I slept in the dress. Of course. Yeah, that's what princesses I borrow, do. I borrowed from uh Kira Barry, I will get that dry cleaned. So anyway, sat in bed didn't turn on the light you know because you can't wake up the old partner and I started milling into the popcorn I was like oh no in your bed in your Deb's dress yeah oh god popcorn in a bed yeah I don't know how Shane puts up with this um, but then I had to stop eating it because I was like this. I thought it was like sweet it was sweet yeah it was oh, sweet oh that's gross I'm yeah. sorry I do like the sweet and salty popcorn though no I just want regular popcorn myself and Alison Spittle went to the cinema last week to watch A Star Is Born I'm oh, still 
I'm still not emotionally available. Like I gave everything to that film. Really? Because it's really annoying me the way everyone's going Emma, about that. Emma, have you that. seen it? No, like. Well, then shut your mouth. Okay. <laughs> no, people taking <laughs> selfies of themselves with tears rolling down their face. I'm like, fuck off. No, fuck I'm sorry. Off. I don't buy it. You don't know because you weren't there. Okay? I don't buy it. So and Bradley Cooper, creep. And I stop because I'm getting concerned. You're the second person in the space of a week who said this to me about He's Bradley Cooper. I can't quite buy that he has coupled and had children with Irina. What's that about? Fake news. Never no, happened. No, stop. Never happened. Um, quite a few friends of mine think he is gay. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I think he's into. Is it? Is it like? Is it a sham marriage? Is yeah. what I'm saying. I think he's a Troy, a Troy McClure. I think he's into like fish, fish, fucking fish or something. Okay. And probably in a barrel. Because there were like fish tanks grip. in every scene. <laughs> yeah, and him just licking the tank. <laughs> I'm not buying what he's selling at all. Oh, and Lady Gaga was amazing. And I have to say, I took a bit of convincing about Lady Gaga because have you watched her? You know that five foot, what's the, her documentary called on Netflix? I watched a little bit of it, but she talks about how, you know, she's she's always banging on about the, her auntie who died before she was born, Joanne. And nice. how, you know, everyone in her family thinks that she is the reincarnation of this dead auntie. But there was one scene and her granny, her elderly granny is there. Yeah. And she's like, she's like... I mean, it must have been so hard. It must have been so sad. Like, it's just... And the granny is like, come on, Stephanie. We have to just get over these things and move on. And I was like, okay, you really... You can't do this now. You can't hijack your granny's grief for somebody you never met. You know what I mean? Exactly. I just think she's a bit... She's a bit high dough. Well, you know... Look, could you imagine her going into the kitchen now? Making some toast and a cup of tea and just going, I'm off to bed, lads. I'm going to bed. <laughs> um, I tell you what. Well, I'd say no more than yourself. She'd probably be one for going to bed in her princess dress. But you, <laughs> I was hammered. Um, no, I do. No I have defense. to say, I do like her now. Yeah. She was great in the film. I've seen her in a couple of interviews. And even she spoke really well about the whole Ford Kavanaugh thing. Okay. Um, she spoke really well on that. So I, yeah, I'm into her. I know. I actually don't have a problem. I don't have a problem with her. It's just Bradley Cooper. You have is a problem with him. A creep. So do you think people need to open their eyes? You think sham marriage and into fish is what you think? Hundred percent. Those eyes, though. I think he's a fucking right. He's Gorgeous not. Man. He's absolute creep. No, stop. I love the way he plays the dodgy teacher in The Hangover because it just always reminds me of those fake skill trips I used to come up with. I just think he's the real type when I was that you'd teaching. be you'd be mad Not into him anymore. <laughs> you'd be mad into him, right? And we're gonna uh, and then the first time that you would sleep together or something, he'd just do something really weird. He'd be just like, I'd say would you mind call- if I come in your ear or something? And you're like, no, it's no. Cool. I'd say like, he'd want to call you Bradley. I'd say there'd be a bit of that. Yeah. bit of that. He'd, have to, he'd be getting you to talk a lot. Yes. Can't, like stating the obvious. Yeah, I'd say reading scripts. Or, I mean, I just know. I um Yeah, no. And Lady Gaga, I have to say, was unbelievable. She's definitely getting the Oscar for this one. You heard oh, really? it here first. <laughs> <laughs> the way I say it, it's like my mother always goes on. Is it um, first written? My mother actually takes the credit for the success of The Sopranos. 
Oh, because, because she told a few I of her mates about it. I can just remember when it, was at, when it was at its peak and she would be walking around triumphant saying, I said it, <laughs> I said it. And you're like, yeah, so did the rest of the Western world, mom. That's uh-huh. why it's a success. I nearly joked in my tea there, fuck's sake. Maybe she, maybe it was her. Maybe she had a, maybe she had a writing credit. She didn't did, uh, well, she also takes no because th- this isn't no, a she singular didn't. incident. She also takes the credit for the success of George Clooney's career, and she does. I think still, I think she genuinely thinks that he's a real doctor with twins. And the irony is, of course, now she, you know, life mirroring art. Now he does have twins. It does. Yeah. Oh, actually, I'm going to talk so about Mom was George like, Clooney. I said it. I said it. She's taking credit for the twins as well. But Are you talking about George today? No, I'm talking about Judy Roberts. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, so actually, when just when you mentioned Lovely George surprise. there, I did uh, think, I did find a few, didn't think, I did think about him and his kind of connection with Judy Roberts, but then there are a few videos online of the two of them doing interviews together because, of course, they started out, I think they first met when they did Ocean's Eleven. <gasps> yeah, I was going to ask, what were the films they were in together? Okay, so Ocean's Eleven. Ocean's Eleven, and then some other ones that I didn't research. Um, but, because I mostly looked at Julia's career, but they had this whole thing where um, the press had said about the two of them that they had been friends, they were best friends, they'd been friends for years, but they actually didn't meet until Ocean's Eleven mm-hmm. um, when they wanted her to do the movie and they sent her the script and then they met and they met... In a hotel, not just the two of them. I think there was like, you know, lots of other people involved in the movie. There was like 12 people and they all met to discuss the movie. But there's always this, th- there was always this thing of trying to like nearly insinuate or pretend that the two of them were like a couple. If you ever watch any of their interviews together and there was loads of stuff before about well, them being he's a couple. Another Obviously one, he's moved on now. My be- one of my best buds, Kate, who yeah. we had to love and adore. We met Kate last week. She came to her live podcast show live that was our last episode that was our last episode um so kate's great but she would she would have the way you feel about bradley cooper oh she has about george she feels it about george oh right i don't understand there's a bit of a do you think something there there's something 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 it could just be that like maybe it's that we're irish and we're seeing people who are successful good looking and happy we're like ah not buying it no you can't you can't have you can't have all those things you have to pick one you have to be a prick then but um i can understand where she's coming from i still like george still got a lot of time would you be a george fan what do you think about him dabbling into the politics good thing bad thing oh i mean i tell you i think the politics is better than hearing always hearing cringy stories Whenever they're on the like the press junket for the movies, oh. and it's like, oh, George is so funny. He's the real prankster. Oh, if someone's I hate a prankster. The pranks. Fuck. Yeah, off. yeah. You know, if I'm chilling between scenes in my trailer or whatever, do you know what I mean? Just like catching up on a bit of reading. Can you imagine phoning my family? Yes. And then, like, he's phoning your family as if you do that, <laughs> and he's yeah. like switched my lipstick for kerosene or something it's like ah ha ha hilarious and, yeah like, and there's a plastic spider dangling from above it's just and stupid and like George you big prankster well it's such I think it's such an American term as well prankster like here we would just say in Ireland we would just say that person is an absolute wreck the head <laughs> That's what we say. We would. We'd say, get some jokes. 
get a bit of funny chit chat, get a few stories. I think in Ireland, we don't play pranks. We don't do pranks. No. Well, you do like you. You because lo- we know that life is just a big prank. We okay, do the, no. We do the whole thing it. like um, the crank calls. Oh, we I do was crank calls and knickknacks. <laughs> Nick this is an impression back in the day in the early noughties. I had, uh, I had a serious grow, serious love for the old crank calls. Um, prank. Do you think prank calls? Prank. But do we need to say crank calls? Well, I always would have said prank calls. Let's say prank calls. Okay, yeah. but I can remember back in the day, and I'd ring people and say, so I'd ring my ex boyfriends. Yeah. Well, I mean, I called them ex boyfriends, but like maybe I sat beside them in geography or shifted them once or something. Mm. But you know, framed it as an ex boyfriend, and I'd ring and say, "You gotta get back with Julie. You gotta get back with Julie. Oh." And I don't know how they used to work out it was me. They'd be like, can oh. you please stop phoning my landline? He must, somebody must have tipped him off. Do you know? <laughs> you said that there. This is awful. I remember I was in primary school, right? So it was about 10. A girl in my class, Lorna O'Driscoll. She came You're me always f- giving out about her. <laughs> First time what did Lorna ever do? Is this Lorna. Gonna, are you going to tell me what Lorna has done to you? No, no, no. This is, okay. Lorna, this, Lorna does not come out badly of this story at all. So Lorna gave me a phone number, right? And she says to me, uh, that's Keith Duffy's number from Boyzone. I know I get yeah. it. Yeah. So I was it was I wasn't a Boyzone fan at the time. I wasn't particularly a Keith Duffy fan. You were Duffy one of those fan. kids who but said, I'm like, superior. I'm not a Boyzone fan. We get it. You were E17. Oh, yeah, E17. But didn't I phone the number, right? And I was like, I don't know what my plan was or what I was hoping to get out of this, but I was like, uh, can I speak to Keith, please? And like, uh, sorry, it's, you must have the wrong number. I was like, okay. So, not buying it. I must have found the number. No, you kept ringing. I rang about 20 or 30 times to try and like break Keith And he Duffy. was like, look, okay, I admit it. It's me. It's me. What You've got you me. Want, because I'd read in the magazine before. I think it was in Smash Hits or something like that, that a girl got... <laughs> Serious journalism. <laughs> yeah, but a girl had gotten uh, Jason Orange's number from Take That. And she found him and he answered and she was chatting to him. And there's like this whole article about it. And I think he said something like, oh, are you... This is the madness of it, right? He goes to her, are you a pervert? Right? How old was this girl? Well, I assumed she was about 15. Oh, stop. Yeah, and he was... She Do you goes, know Jason Orange was my favourite of Take That? Yeah, this is what he says on the phone. And I don't think it was made up because I don't see how she could have made this up. Are you a pervert? And she said no. And he's like, oh, I only like perverts. Oh, he's no longer my favourite. Gary Isn't Barlow, you're back in the running for my so favourite Take That member. I had recently read that, that a article. a child. Madness, but that was the 90s. That was the 90s, kids. Yeah. We so need apologies to, to whoever. Every time you mention I know, 90s. Apologies to whoever. You kept ringing. <laughs> but I thought it was like going to crack the case. I was like, okay. Do you know why you Girls. probably kept ringing hoping Keith would answer the phone? Because that's how often did you ring and number and a parent would answer the landline and you'd hang up of course and you'd ring back and you'd keep doing that until you get who you wanted on the phone rather than ask the big question i know is joe home and out yourself you didn't oh, want to announce terrible. yourself no 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 you didn't want to announce yourself and they always so you knew, just kept they, and they loved then saying oh yeah uh 
That's his calling. They loved that, and the didn't laugh, they? The laugh, the laugh in yeah, their yeah, voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were mocking us. They were they mocking were, us. And cruel. they were right too. <laughs> they were right too. I used to be jealous of, you know, in the American films and they, they'd have the long... Um, They'd have no, you know what you call it the cable, the long, the long, you know, like the, what? what oh, the flex the, the of flex. the phone, yeah. They'd have a really long flex. The phone cord thing, yeah. So you, the phone cord, that's it exactly. So you know, they in America, like yes. in all the films, and they'd be they'd uh, they'd answer the phone and swanning around the kitchen and, they and could everything. Be swanning around their island. Remember, you, they used to have oh kitchen islands. God. We were like, what are these things of which you speak? Like, an, it's neither Amazing. a table nor yeah. a cabinet. It's an island. And they'd be swanning around their kitchen. They could even bring it into the next room, have a I bit know. of privacy. Whereas we were just physically attached, physically attached mm. to that hall table. Like mom doing the hoovering every single time. The worst was up. the click. The worst was the click when you were having a private conversation and you could hear the click and you knew your mother had been missing upstairs. Oh, really? The, that bloody click. Yeah, my mum listened to me before and I got stung. My friend, Isabel Brennan, was ringing me to try and get me to go on the hop. And I was like, oh, I can't. And I don't know what I said. I said, I can't, I can't. I'm going too much. I need to go in today. And then my mum comes on the phone and goes, Isabel, Emma's told you she's not going on the hop today. And I said, It's like the voice of God. Oh, just kind of. The fear. I was just like. That's nicely stung. Oh yeah, your mommy. yeah, yeah. She did a good job. Nice, but she still. said that because she was ringing the landline in the morning, she thought that it was ringing a landline in the morning. I know. Oh, come on, Isabella, <laughs> world's worst criminal. I know. I think she just said she you should have been in credit. school at this stage, kids. I mean, stupid. So, in fairness, my mom. I think uh, the story checks out. I'm sure she did actually genuinely just answer the phone upstairs. But you know, it did make me think like, how long has she been listening in? But yeah, Isabel really messed up the whole system. What an idiot. Stay in school, kids. I'll That's what we're school. saying. Yeah, you'd be amazed how much you'd miss a few weeks on the hot. Oh, the bra, my bra, underwire bra is just killing me. Take it off. Do you know what? I might just undo the buttons. Do you mind? No, it's fine. Oh, God. Do you know that feeling when she's, you... When oh, you she's it, always trying to flirt with me. When you take the bra off. This is what Rachel does as a flirt. Rachel from Friends whom oh, she taught yeah. Joey oh nice oh, yeah, brass, yeah 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 killing me um I still can't believe Ross is your favourite Friends character you big sicko I can't understand why he wouldn't be he but did she not hear the shock he, no 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 people were I'm sorry the audience at the live there podcast there was incredulous were, silence <laughs> the audience week. were great they were great but, audience um no he's the funniest because he got so funny Towards the end, she's really reefing at the brown now, where she's and she's making eye contact with me. I'm just sorry, can I have to drop the mic, kids, yeah, for a minute? Uh, no, he was hilarious. He, he was so funny, and especially a lot of the later episodes, he really was. I think he was the funniest. But um, I just moved the bra up. Do you know what? It's one of these that the clips are, are the clasp. Sorry, the clasp. I should say they're on the front. Oh. They're on the front, so it should be easier to do. Okay, but no. If you let it go now, you Lucy juicy. No, I mo- Yeah, I moved. I moved the bra up now, so we've had a bit of a shift in the bra, so we're okay, good to you, go again. You can see it. You're a new woman now. Yeah, you've no. shifted the bra. They're nice. It's They're so facing north. It's so obvious that we're both hung over because we're just like waffling. Oh shite. my god, I'm <coughs> hung over to bits. I was in bed till five o'clock today. Oh, you lucky girl. I know. Five o'clock. Well, that's one of the advantages to being barren. 
Oh, God, You can lads. stay in bed till five. <laughs> yeah, well, I could do it as well, but I mean... You'd be a bad mother, though. I'd be a bad You'd mother. Be, do you know what you'd be? You'd be an 80s mother. I just need to, no, I just, I need mother. to get an ailment. I'd need to get an ailment first before I could pull off staying in bed till five. Chronic fatigue's a handy one. Ooh, yeah. thank you. Yes. Yeah, that'd be a good one, wouldn't Ooh, it? Can you get diagnosed with that? Yeah, no, pretty, it's just, you know, it's just about grey area enough that mm. you get away with it. Yeah, I must look into that. We should start talking about Julia. Let's go, we? Julia. Real name, Julie Roberts. But she had to change to Julia because when she joined um, the Actors Guild, oh, they yeah. already had a Julie Roberts. So she changed the E to an A and the rest is history. Oh, right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Born October 28th. So we must send her an L text. Yeah, this is Soon what we're enough. doing now. Yeah, we'll yeah. just ring her house phone. <laughs> send that Old online. school. 1967. Okay. So she's over the FIFO now because that was a big one when she turned That's 15. crazy. I know. It really is, to 51. be honest. 51? Yeah. Wow. Isn't it mad? So basically, what was the big movie? Pretty Woman. Pretty Woman, exactly. That was 1990, mm-hmm. which grossed 464 million mm-hmm. worldwide. And they used a body double for the cover of the Pretty Woman because she would have been way too tall for Richard Gere in the bits. Oh, of course, yeah. Yes, they used a body cover, a body double for the cover. A body cover for the double. Body cover for the double. So that movie basically, she was cast, she was the first one cast in that movie, but originally it was called 3000. Yeah, so it wasn't a romantic. Why? It wasn't a romantic comedy at all. Basically, the movie ended with the original movie Three Thousand, and that was in reference to how much money she got. Oh $3, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. The end of the movie was um, him throwing her Julia Roberts out of the car and throwing the money at her and driving off, and that was like there was Aww. no happy ending in the movie, and it was basically meant to be. Um, you know, a cautionary tale about drug abuse and whatever. So she was ca- she was already cast in that original movie, 3000. And then what happened was um, Disney bought the rights to the movie. Mm-hmm. And so they bought it and she thought, oh, well, that's me finished now because they don't own the movie anymore. I've lost the part. <clears throat> so she basically had to audition again, even though she had the role, but then it was now going to be Pretty Woman. And they wanted Richard Gere to do it. But I did, I mean, this Richard Gere, Richard Gere was like, he didn't want to do it because he just couldn't see the part. Oh. He felt like it was just to He's see. He's another prankster. <laughs> I'm sorry, Richard. Get was I over telling you, you know, I have a question mark. Do you remember that Simpsons episode with Richard Gere? And it was basically like a 30 minute advert for Buddhism. How oh, did yes. they get away with that? What was that about? I don't know. What, what, kind of, what kind of phase was Matt Groening going through? But like Richard Gere is just kind of basically spouting um, the merits of leading a Buddhist, Buddhist lifestyle for the whole thing. Some of the ones where they bring the was it actually it his voice? About? Was yeah. it actually his? Oh, yes. Yeah, some of the <clears throat> some of the later Simpsons episodes where they brought in like the celeb characters or whatever some of them are a bit lame well because yeah, they they really weren't they weren't undercutting Richard Gere whatsoever like he very much oh, just okay. had a platform for his pranking it's just ridiculous <laughs> so Richard Gere couldn't see the role couldn't see the role 
Like it's there in black and white on the script, Richard. Put your glasses on. He said it was just a suit, like that anyone could have played it. And so then they set up this meeting where Julia was going to go and meet Richard. And the director dude was like, met up with them. It was in Richard's office or whatever. I think it was like, you know, a house office. And he's, he left and he said, I'll leave you to it. So basically what he did was he got Julia Robertson involved to go and flirt. That's disgusting. I know. R- that Richard. is so disgusting. And she's like 22. Flourishing with that prankster. <laughs> yes. So she was basically sent to go and flirt with him. So wrong. And then he and he's like talking about he's like, if we're getting on well, and we're flirting and whatever. <sighs> and then your man, the director, rings him. Dur- I, know, I know it's tough, isn't it? He rings him during <clears throat> the meeting to see how he's getting on. He brought his landline in. Yeah, he had the uh, he had the landline in the office, and uh, he's he's asking him how how's it all going, and this is while Julie is still there. And then Julie gets a post-it and writes on it, "Please say yes," and she passes passes it over to him, and then he says, "I've just said yes." So post-its, do you remember those? Yeah, so like I mean, pretexting. To be honest, now you had to physically hand someone a post. <laughs> They were actually, they were all talking about this. So it was like when the 25 year anniversary came around, there was a good lot of stuff on American TV about the anniversary Mm -hmm. and they were interviewing the whole cast and whatever. But they were all talking about this now, like as if, you know, it was gas crack. And when I was listening to it, I was like, that all sounds a bit pervy and weird. Absolutely gross. I used to say that his favourite Jason Orange would love it now. Yeah. Jason right up Jason Orange's street, <laughs> yeah. apparently. And he's saying he loved to see um, his favourite scenes were the ones with Julia walking. And he's like, oh, because the outfit. Sure, oh, whatever yeah. you're into. The oh, outfit. Stop. Now, I know, in fairness, she was playing the part of... Do you know, as a ginger, and as, you're I as a ginger... I think protective of her. That moment yeah. when she comes down to breakfast and the blonde bob wig is gone. I know, and you see the fabulous and hair. And she says, red, and he says, better. Amazing, amazing Momo. So anyway, I have to say, after looking into some of the stuff with Richard Gere, I was like, oh, you'd want to get a grip. Do Why would you just want to spill that tea? I know, sorry, spill tea on, on. Don't worry, it just went on my body, not the couch. <laughs> anyway, she's um, resting a cup of tea in her lap, and she keeps just like giving herself a little jolting myself uh, yeah. back into consciousness. So, other obviously, obviously, that was a huge movie. Mystic Pizza in 1988. Yeah. Do you remember that? That yes. was a great movie. Still Magnolias. Oh, amazing 1989. Film. So sad. So then Pretty Woman 1990, Sleeping with the Enemy. Oh, brilliant one. Absolutely brilliant. Because she's been quite, uh, I don't know whether it's because she's clever at picking roles or whatever, but she's been quite good at going between serious and light and kind of. Like my best friend's wedding. Do you yeah, remember that? that's what I mean. Like she's been, co- she's had quite a, a mixture. Like she does kind of play the same character. Like that's grand. Pelican Brief, nineteen ninety three. My best friend's wedding was nineteen ninety nine. That was a great movie, wasn't it? Notting Hill. Oh, that was. Just I'm just a girl standing in front of a boy, mm. asking him to love her. So many times I've tried that line, and it's never working. Does it not work? No. 
So she kind of plays herself in that movie yeah, as well, doesn't course, she? Yeah, of course, yeah. And then Runaway Bride, 1999 as well. And then Because we that the was a funny one, Runaway Bride, because, you know, she did, of course, Runaway. She uh, did Runaway. She was a Runaway Bride uh, in real life. And I have an interesting story. Well, it's not really a story, but just uh, kind of, I suppose, um, a semi-interesting anecdote. Mm. But uh, so when she ran off with Kiefer Sutherland to Ireland. Yes. And she got uh she got into dublin and then her taxi driver yeah she ended up coming really close to her taxi driver so the taxi driver picked her up she was obviously just in an emotionally vulnerable place Mm. and they kind of formed this friendship and he actually gave her away at her at her next wedding i don't know who she was marrying but he gave her away really yeah and she went down even more interesting she went down to dingle with Kiefer Sutherland when right. she was uh, when she was on the run from the from the paps, and she stayed in my friend Maria Curran's guest house in her B and B Greenmount House. If anyone's interested, absolutely fab. It's like five star. It's I think it's actually six star, but it it's technically five star. It's unbelievable. If you're ever in Dingle County Kerry, mm-hmm. do check it out. So she stayed there, and she yes, yeah, so she stayed there. She was in Dingle um, for the few days. And it's gas because Marie's dad is so funny. Um, when he was asked about it, he was like, I mean, she was a good looking girl, but I've seen better. Like this was his attitude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so that was her real life runaway bride story. Yeah. She said, because of course, she's had a few things, you know, about her personal life. Well, the childhood seemed to be quite... Um, because, you know, her brother talks about that they had a really abusive childhood and their brother yes. maintains that the stepdad, the stepdad sexually abused them. Okay, yeah, because this, basically the stepdad, she absolutely despised him. Mm. And so I think originally her parents got married and they were both kind of actors and whatever. And then... She's from Georgia, is it? She, well, she moved to Georgia. Oh, no, she was born in Georgia, yeah, sorry. And then she moved somewhere when she was... I'm not sure what age, but yeah, the older brother Eric, they were they were estranged for years, yeah, and then they only kind of started talking again in 2004. Well, it's hard on him as well because he's an actor, also, isn't he's he? He's an actor, also, but obviously his nose is broken, so you don't, and it's not like when you initially is his nose broken. Yeah, his his nose got broken, so initially when you see him, you don't really say, oh. That's the dead ringer for Julia Roberts. But then once you know that that's her brother, have you seen him? No, I don't think so. Oh, yeah. So once you've been told that that's her you're brother, like, oh, you're like, oh, it makes sense. Yeah, but you yeah. can tell that like um, his nose got mashed up at one point. And then obviously Emma Roberts is her niece. Yes. She's she's a great actor. Is she? Yeah. Is she slightly irritating? I don't know. Well, I think now, I mean, I suppose we were talking about Julia kind of playing herself. I don't know how she stretched herself that much, but I just know watching a couple of films with her in them, like, you know, certainly for little girls, that Uh, niche. (coughs) I've seen a few of them, She plays those kind of roles very well, I think. But sure, I suppose she's not that young anymore, is she, Emma Roberts? Is she like mid-twenties or something now? Oh, yeah, she'd have to be. So she... Julia's been with her husband now since 2002. Danny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they have the twins and all that. Yeah. Finn and something else. And But she was married before. I thought there might have been a few other marriages, but Lyle Lovett. Yes. So she was married He was a country singer, wasn't yes. he? 
it always seems to be a disaster whenever these Hollywood actresses marry a country no. singer, doesn't it? No, yes. Happened to happened to Renee. Yeah. Well, Nicole is still with her country singer, isn't she? Nicole Kidman. Yes, yeah. She got him on the straight and narrow, though. See, so yeah. it's a, it was a yeah. struggle. Yeah, it was What's a struggle. The deal? Yeah, yeah. I don't get the it. The secret to their marriage apparently is they Skype each other every day. I mean, you know, it'd be weird if yourself and Shane. I think the secret of their marriage is he just lets Nicole crack on with the Botox and tells her she looks great. Please, can someone tell her to stop? I think she's eased up on it a bit, though. Has she? Yeah, I think so. I think, I think uh, last time I saw her now down little, I think her face... She was expressing some kind of emotion. Okay, we were seeing. So she's some, obviously, yeah. We were seeing some sort of. Fine um, lines. I know it, it is. It's funny, like Hollywood and Nashville, like never the two shall meet because they just don't really work. Well, I suppose it's that thing of that the they're two in a worlds similar business, collide, but they're not in the same business. Similar so. business, but also you're dealing with two egos, I'd imagine as well. Oh, of course, yeah. of course, yeah. So the as you were saying, yeah, the she basically despised the stepdad and you know I suppose on record it said that he was abusive and he was often unemployed okay but I don't know if I don't know what else but her her own dad died when she was 10 Mm. um you know so I'd say and it's funny because she's never really well I suppose again it's um it's maybe a more of a recent phenomenon that celebrities would kind of milk their traumatic childhoods for all yeah, their work she really but she doesn't never she never no. has and I think maybe the fact that herself and Eric were estranged for so long I know like he was very open talking about how horrendous their childhood was whereas she was like can we just get on with it you yeah, know so they I had two like different they had two different cope I suppose they had two different ways of coping with it yeah I suppose well she's been a big star for a long time and I think like she went to she went to college but I don't think she graduated and then she just went off to New York and she was like signed to a model agency pretty much straight away yeah and then started doing the acting classes so I think she just kind of hit the ground running mm. you know and she'd done a lot before how did Eric break his nose I don't know how he broke his nose I just oh, always Derek. knew he broke the nose now he's been in a few movies and stuff himself like yeah but obviously he wasn't in is Pretty he Emma's so. dad is he Emma's dad? I don't know. I don't okay. think so. I don't okay. think so. No, no, no. I don't think, I'm not sure. I'm sure. Look, I don't have the facts, but that's never stopped us on the podcast before. Absolutely not. No. <laughs> it's not going to deter us. Um, is she a real redhead? I don't know. I didn't check her pubes. I don't know. <laughs> if you cared about this podcast, you know what I don't you think do. She, to me now, I, don't, I wouldn't think that she is. I think she is. Do you? Yeah. It's a tough Why one would to call. you be bothered dyeing your hair? Why would you go to all that effort all uh, those years? A, it's, a, it's a billion dollar industry it's dyeing actually, hair. Actually, would you believe it's the most it's the most chosen um, hair color in the world? Is it red? Yeah. Well, red dye is always very good for the hair, though, as well. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. She's a real ginger. I can remember back in the day when I was working in Garvey Supervalue Dingle name drop, um, and Jack Dooley. Uh, right. He was my friend at the time. He used to pack my bags, and I used to be on the checkout. And I was always giving out about my hair color. And he actually gave me that fact. He was like, "You know, it's the most chosen hair color in the world." Oh, that was nice. Wasn't that nice? Did you used to get slagged for red hair when you were younger? 
Like, I got slagged. Probably the ginger cowlick, I think, was the most offending. Okay. Um, That was the most offending kind of aspect of my see, hair. I need to see old pictures of you, though, oh, because you don't so look like a ginger. ugly. I was so ugly. Really? Honestly, um, so bad. And, like, even now, like, whenever I'd be working in shops and stuff, I think because I was all, I myself personally, I was always so mutant-esque. Nice. In, in photos, in passport yeah. photos with that ginger cowlick. Oh, my God. And my skin, the color of, I think I said this before, you know, like, you know, when you take a plaster off. Yeah. Like that level of whiteness. Um, but even at the moment now, I always, um, <laughs> we've been broken into. Hello. Hello Tommy's there. come to join the podcast. Hi, Tommy. Say hello. Hello. And you're three, aren't you, Tom Tom? He's W. Okay, Tommy, you're either bringing some quality research <laughs> to this topic or you're not. How are you? Good. What are you doing up so late? Uh, it's a bit tea, but it hurts. Well, my pumpkin. Yeah, I've oh, got a pumpkin somebody's today. got a pumpkin. Yeah. The big one is Ella's, yeah. Did yeah. you? We're just talking about Julia Roberts. Have you ever seen Pretty Woman? You. <laughs> I don't think that sounds right. Surely that search is 15. Did you like Pretty Woman? Yeah. Did yeah. you? It's a good movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, There's a moral at the heart of that story, Tommy. <laughs> yeah. Well, are you going to go off to bed? Yeah. Yeah. Say night night. Night, Tommy. Say night night. Say night to our listener. Mm-mm. Oh, he's getting okay, a bit sketchy now. Enough, Come on, we'll yeah. bring you up to Dada. So that was Tommy. That was Tommy. Um, story checks out. I do have kids. But yeah, so I just wanted to have a little kind of overview of Julia. I can't believe you let him watch Pretty Woman. <laughs> it's just the music at the start. I'm the king of wishful things. We were talking about montages before. There's a few montages. Well, my, I have to give my auntie Cher a shout out because she used to have Pretty Woman on repeat did she? Uh, when she was looking after me as a child. And I genuinely, until I was about 27, I thought that scene um, with the condoms, I thought they were balloons. Oh, brilliant. And yeah. I didn't get it. And I also kind of thought prostitution was a viable career choice. I know, it did make it look fairly glamorous. Fairly glam, yeah. Yeah. No kissing on the mouth. I think Mystic Pizza and Sleeping with the Enemy now. Sleeping with the Enemy, that was an amazing film. I'm sure your man's Irish, isn't he? Patrick Bergen. Yeah. Yeah. Dishy as well. He kind of did strike me as a bit of a Jim MacDonald Coronation Street. He was well (laughs) cast, wasn't he? Yeah. And I just remember every time I see a green apple, I just think if we're on the bus and I'm like, no, thank you. Oh God, no domestic abuse for me. Keep your green cuts, apples. When she cuts the hair. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh. I do a lot of things. I would fake my own death, but I would not cut my hair. No, no. It's a step too far. But yeah, I just wanted to have a little overview of Julia because I'm sure we can go back to her again like look at some of those movies there's just so much on her do you know what I mean yeah I mean so why, I just to why weigh yourself today? down with research well this is another factor facts and figures a couple of things before we go we yes. need to we need to give uh, we need to give the listener our deets regarding our upcoming tour well I mean mm. the tour is in full swing now really mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so our next date 28th of October 
we are in Chaplin's We're Dublin. In Chaplin's, yeah. 9th of November, we are in Kavanaugh's and Port Leash. Mm-hmm. 15th of November, we're in the Jew Drop Inn in Galway. 22nd of November, we are in Dolan's and Limerick. Yes. 7th of December, we're in Ninches, Tullamore. And the 14th of December, we're in the Whale Theatre in Greystones. Yes. Guaranteed good night. Uh, guaranteed lols. It's going to be fun. It's going to be brilliant. Do pop along and please message us if you are. Like, I know we've gotten a couple of messages from people so far, but please do message us oh, if, yeah. if you are so the one on, going. The one on Sunday, you can get tickets online for that. If you, there's an event on Chaplains. Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. Chaplains. Yeah. Just you can get it from it. Chaplains website and you can get it from on our on our uh, event on Facebook. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Dolan's you can also buy them. Again, we have event we have Facebook events for all of these nights, but you can buy Dolan's online as well. Yeah. Um there's a link for tickets there. And also Cavanaghs and Port Leach, they have they have an active link as well on their yeah. on their on their page to get tickets for that also. Cool. So sorry to kind of overload you with information, kids. Um, but please do get in touch if you are Julia Roberts or if you've ever been married to her. Or if you know this mysterious Dublin taxi man. Please tweet us. Yes. Or Insta know. us. What's what's the verb for that one? Instagram Insta. us. Um, Insta we're us. on Twitter, Instagram, CatholicMatch.com, mm-hmm. all the usual spots, and it's up to 90 podcast. I've been GDJ. I've been Emma Doran. See you later, kids. This podcast is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.